unusually, uh, not in this day and age, but my wife and I, we have nine children. Oh, wow. Nine. Yeah. So six <laughs> girls, three boys, three teenage daughters right now. When we had our last pregnancy, we thought we'd have number eight, but we actually had twins. So we had eight and nine. Is that it for you? <laughs> we are done. <laughs> We are done. Because of the age range from uh, 28 years old down to six for the youngest, we became grandparents here a few months ago. So we're excited to be grandparents. We're in that phase of life. No more children. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome in to the first episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast. I am Ben George, along with Mike Koyanen, who is the focus of this podcast. And Mike, it's glad to be on with you for the first time, man. I'm looking forward to this podcast. So am I. I'm excited to be here. So let me give you a little quick background on Mike before we get into today's episode, which is going to be about getting to know Mike, his business, and what this podcast is all about. So Mike is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. He serves the Western Wisconsin area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, those surrounding cities, his team will help you with your retirement needs and their office in Woodbury and Hudson as well. You can find them online, principalpreservationservices.com, and then their number if you ever need to get in touch, set up a meeting, get some information, get some feedback, consultation, anything you need, 855-987-8888. So that's Mike. So Mike, here's the plan today for episode zero. We want to kind of get to know you and your business a little bit more before we get into all the nuts and bolts of the financial world and, and retirement planning that we'll talk about over the course of this podcast. So I'm going to ask some questions about you first, then your business, then the podcast. That sound all right? Yeah, sounds great. Just go ahead. All right, man. So we'll start off with some questions about you, and I'm going to leave this one open-ended, kind of let you take it wherever you want to, but an easy one to get us into the episode. Tell us one thing about you that you want people to know. Unusually, uh, not in this day and age, but my wife and I, we have nine children. Oh, wow. Nine. Yeah. So six <laughs> girls, three boys, three teenage daughters right now. When we had our last pregnancy, we thought we'd have number eight, but we actually had twins. So we had eight and nine. Is that it for you? <laughs> we are done. <laughs> we are done. Because of the age range from uh, 28 years old down to six for the youngest, we became grandparents here a few months ago. So we're excited to be grandparents. We're in that phase of life. No more children. Oh, wow. Congratulations on becoming grandparents. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually expecting my first child in about a month from now. So probably won't get to your number, but uh, <laughs> I will be joining the club pretty soon. That's right. You don't have to quit. You can yeah. keep going. <laughs> I don't think my wife's down for that. So we'll, we'll have to just cross that bridge when we get there. All right. So we mentioned you're in a couple of different cities, uh, your team services, but what do you like most about the areas that you serve and you live in? But just We love the area. We love the community. We love the people. We love the Midwest. I grew up in the Midwest. And the age group, the demographic that we primarily work with, which is people getting close to retirement, retirement. I just love working with that generation because they're hard workers, they're disciplined, you know, they put money aside, they don't make excuses, and uh, they're just responsible for their actions. And I, I love working with people who are, you know, I guess that's kind of the, the cloth that I've been cut from, learned and taught at a young age to, you know, if, if you want the extras in life, you have to work for it, right. and nothing's going to be handed to you. And uh, that is the, the great part working with, you know, this baby boomer generation. Yeah, indeed. It's a key uh, thing you have to instill in everybody growing up, too. That's something that my parents instilled in me, that you got to work for what you want. Uh, It's not just going to be handed to you. I'm sure there's a lot on your plate, obviously, with work and then with the children and now a grandchild. But what does a typical weekend look like for you? Do you have any free time to kind of spend with you and your wife, or is it all work and family? 
we do dedicate, uh, you know, this is a, you know, my business and our family understands this is what provides. And so we all pitch in. So even though I'm at work, everybody is pitching in for the business. My wife is there to help out when needed. She'll help out sometimes with meetings, seminars. My children help babysit. They get paid to do that. So we're all for the ultimate goal. But when it comes to the weekends, it's family time. I love hobbies. I love to golf, but I don't get out that much because, you know, we all sacrifice during the week. We put long hours in and we want to make sure that we get to uh, make memories and enjoy that time. So we're outside, we have the dogs, we have a little hobby farm where we're at, and we we want to just make memories and spend time together. Yes. I think that's important. And, and we do a lot of yard work. We like to, we <laughs> like projects. We There's always a project that's in the making and one to be finished that we're just constantly thinking about doing. So we like to uh, make our home more of our home, I should say. Yeah. It, it seems like whenever you get to that retirement time, you, you're going to be okay in retirement. A lot of people I think have problems with, how do I stay busy in retirement? But it sounds like you're going to have plenty to kind of keep you occupied. Yeah. And, and we just moved to a property as on a few acres. So with yard work and trees down and we have you know a couple of goats and some chickens and there's always something <laughs> to, to do and, and to maintain. So we enjoy it, and we're excited to, to be here for a long time in this house with not just our children, even as they grow up and move on the home, but with the grandkids. And when the kids come back, that we have a place that they want to come back to. That's awesome. So when you do get away, what's the last place you visited? A couple months ago, we had a uh, trip down in the Greenbrier West Virginia. So it's kind oh, of nice. in the middle of nowhere. West Virginia is a beautiful area. First time we've ever been there. But the Greenbrier uh, Hotel Resort is an interesting place. I've didn't know a lot about it before we went there, but it has a lot of history there. Yeah, and I know it's known for its golf too. Did you have a chance to play? I did not have a chance to play since my wife doesn't play. We opted to go horseback riding in the mountains, which oh, cool. was a great time. But you know, the interesting part about the Greenbrier, they had the government bunker hidden under uh, beneath that hotel for several decades that nobody knew about. And it was until it was exposed in the 90s, I believe it was. And that was once it was exposed and they shut it down. But they have a government bunker underneath that hotel that was built without anybody's knowledge. I had no idea. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I had no idea. I'll look into that. All right. So we're talking with Mike Quinn and getting to know him and his business uh, as we launched this Retirement Reality Podcast. So let's transition into your business, uh, Principal Preservation Services. Let's start off with a simple one. What does being a financial planner mean to you? I think it's important. I know we add a lot of value to the clients. It's a big difference from when you're coming from one of those employer-sponsored plans and you have a 401k or 403b or 457 plan. And, you know, I ask people all the time, I said, who is your advisor? And they kind of look around and I said, put your finger on your nose because you are. You know, when you have one of those plans, you're just, you're doing the best you can. And a lot of times your retirement plan is, you know, who you talk to at the water cooler or what Betty or what John said at lunchtime, what they've been investing in. So you decide to do the same thing. You don't really have a plan. And when it comes down to that, when people come in our office, I want them to know the ins and outs of what they've done. It comes down to pensions if they have that. And what's the best way to take pensions? Is it the lump sum? Is it take the pension, take the 50% or, you know, there's so many different options. But then we look at social security. We're adamant about 
informing clients about what's the best way to take their benefits. You know, you've been paying into Social Security since you had a job, since you're 16 or 18 years old. You might as well get the most out of it. And I think a lot of people just don't put enough time and effort in to figure out what is the best options. We do a lot of Social Security seminars. We've given over 500 free reports each year for the last five years, helping people find thousands and a lot of times hundreds of thousands of dollars more in retirement. So we do that and we put it together and we give you strategies how to make your money last longer. And typically, and that's with hopefully lowering fees and lowering risk and uh, just doing it a different way because I think sometimes we're just brought up you know, just hang in there, be long-term and do what everybody else is doing. And you just hope you don't run out of money. We don't want that hope and pray method. We want to show (laughs) actual figures and give you that retirement that is guaranteed. And you can have that peace of mind, you know, when you're vacationing in Florida or Arizona or California, wherever it might be, that you know that whatever the market does, you're going to be okay. Well, that's a great look at kind of how you treat your clients to uh, the, the financial planning process for them. And, and we're going to get more into that as this podcast goes along and you'll learn more about Mike and his team and what they offer. And, and, and your your information is going to be very valuable, I think, to a lot of people that listen to this podcast. How did you get into the business in the first place? Where did it all begin? Did you know this was something you wanted to do from day one? I did not know that this was you know what I was going to do. I, I actually used to own a mortgage company uh, years ago and I had 20 plus loan offices working for me at one time. But you know, I just didn't enjoy the business. I was good at it. I enjoy working with people, of course. But what I found throughout time was, you know, the same people that would you would help and you refinance and sometimes you help them even save their house from going into foreclosure. Um, you know what happened? A year, two years later they'd be back in the same position. Mm. And it just felt like you were just kind of spinning in circles and people just kept going into debt and going into debt. And um, I actually had some colleagues and friends of mine and we went to church together that made that shift into this realm of financial, the financial industry. And that's what I jumped in. And um, I enjoyed it. It wasn't what I, I thought it was. We always have a perception of an industry that you think is different than what it is. And once you get into it, and there's different levels of of being, you know, that financial advisor or planner, because there's some guys that just sell investments and some people do, do planning. And there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that difference back then. So I really enjoy it. Passion will get up every day and, and every meetings we have every day to bring light to the situation. And, you know, sometimes you have to have those tough conversations with clients, but a lot of times you're, you have these fun meetings and show they think they have to work three to five years longer than they really have to. Right. And it's fun to, fun to tell people, I said, you have the ability to retire, you know, at this date, which is a lot better than what you thought, or you won't run out of money, or it's a fun business to be in because we're making a difference in their lives. And not just their lives, it makes a difference to their, their spouse and their children, grandchildren, they, they can retire. It's going to affect everybody around them which is important. Yeah, it doesn't affect just their family. It affects their community too and helps raise everybody up when you're doing well. Is that what you enjoy most about being a financial advisor is being able to help those people? Yeah, it's always a win-win. It's You have to put the client's best interest first. And when you do the right thing, it all comes back. I just believe in good vibes out there or whatever. You, uh, but right. I believe, you know, sowing good and reaping. Karma. You know, yeah, good karma. But the farmer plants seed to expect a harvest. And we believe you do good things and good things come back to you. So not everybody can be a client of ours. But uh, for those who are able to do that, it's going to be a partnership. We never treat people, I should say, like a lot of the time they come from a, a different relationship with an advisor that they always feel the advisor ran the show and the advisor was maybe demean them. And I said, this is a partnership. We have the privilege to work with the clients and we're going to be working side by side. It's not one above the 
other. As long as they, they appreciate that, it's going to be a fun time. And I always thank the clients uh, that we get to work together in the retirement. Well, that's a great kind of early look at your business, Mike. And let's shift focus now to the podcast. This is what we're here for, Retirement Reality Podcast. And we'll be releasing a new episode every week. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you do that or whatever your favorite podcasting app is. It'll be available there as well. So let's kind of uh, dive into the podcast and give people a sense of kind of what's to come in a future episode. So first right. off, why did you decide to launch the podcast? You know, I'm always trying to just get my information out to different medias. And you know, I'm involved with with you know TV and our first book just launched awesome. and uh, we're looking to get into uh, some more into TV as well but the radio side is something that's always intrigued me you know actually I used to do radio in high school and college I was a DJ oh nice and so I used to work at an oldie station up in northern Minnesota so WMFG <laughs> so you know when you <laughs> when you uh, when you say your W's, you don't say W, you have to say W. Yeah. And so a couple of things you learn when you're in the in the industry. But yeah, it's just an opportunity that I, it just was perfect timing for me that when it came up that said this was an option that I could look into. And um, I'm excited just to get into this venue because I listen to podcasts. I know a lot of people are listening to podcasts out there. It's a good way to listen to a you know an episode where you don't have to be tuned in at a specific time. And I think in the day and age where I'm DVRing all all of my shows that I want to watch when I have time because I don't have time to watch it live anymore. And I think that's where the uh, podcast really fit in better than actually being on a radio show. Yeah, and podcasting is such a growing industry right now. It's it's really untapped in the larger picture. And the one thing that I've learned when I've gotten into podcasts is that you can really there's a lot of times that you didn't realize that you could be listening to podcasts and making more use out of your time when you're just doing simple things around the house or working in the yard or whatever it is. There's so much of an opportunity to hear and pick up new things and learn new things and listen to people like you and uh, improve your life as well. So that's pretty cool that you're uh, on this path. And I think it's going to help a lot of people out as they discover podcasting and as well as this yeah, one. I hope so. so what do you hope people will learn from the show? What, what do we want people to take out of it? Well, there's so much that comes into play with retirement. And so that's what we call it retirement reality. You know, when we meet people constantly with, you know, we do a lot of educational seminars and people come into our office, what we're just typically finding is people know a lot less about retirement than you would think. And it's amazing, you know, the assets that people have acquired without really having a lot of knowledge. And that was just through pure discipline, just because they're making their contributions through their 401ks or 403Bs and getting employer matching and just being dedicated through time just because they have a half a million, a million, two million dollars saved up in retirement doesn't really mean they have a lot of knowledge about it. So we spend a lot of time through several meetings before they even become clients. We have a process that we go through and it's all about education and educating about you know, IRAs and required minimum distribution and social security and estate planning and there's so much that goes into it that we want to talk about to kind of ease those minds. The questions that people have been wanting to know. You know, the government expects you to know all the rules. Right. <laughs> and how are you supposed to yeah, how are you supposed to know the rules when you're so busy working <laughs> 45, 50 hours a week for 35, 40 years? 
and try to have a life outside of that. And so our goal is to try to condense and speed up that process, whether you're just retired or getting close to retirement, to understand what you need to know to make your uh, retirement a success. Great. And those are some of the topics that we will get into as well that you just kind of touched on. And yeah, and not only do they expect you to know, but things are changing all the time. So, you, you know, you're trying to figure this out. And as soon as you think you've got a grasp on something and you go back to work and you're doing, you're living your life, things have changed. And it's hard to keep up with all that. And that's why it's important, I think, to have an advisor and somebody that you can really lean on for that information. So who is your ideal listener? Who do, who do we want listening to this and eventually an ideal client for you? Well, you know, we hope that we grasp to everybody, you know, all age groups who are looking to start saving for retirement. But ideally, you know, who we spend most of our time with, I would say 95% of our clients are between the ages of 55 and 75. As they're getting closer to retirement, they're acquiring wealth and now they're thinking differently about it. And, you know, they're been at their careers or, or jobs for 25, 35 years and they're just thinking different. And obviously we, we look in a mirror every day and we see when we get older. And so that's the kind of demographic we work with. And it's not like we're opposed to working with younger, uh, you know, individuals in their 20s and 30s, but unfortunately we're finding is the younger generations, they're not savers. You know, the baby boomers were kind of brought up into a generation in a, a way that they were saving earlier. You know, I would say the generation Xers and younger, they spend about 104% of their income. <laughs> That's not a good number. <laughs> it's not a good number. And so uh, they get it, they spend it. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but for the ones who have you know, retirement assets to retire, you know, unfortunately, if the other generations don't pick up the pace, they're not going to be able to retire at 65, 66, or 67. They're going to have to work a lot longer to be able to have the retirement that their parents or grandparents have. Very cool. Mike, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and, and, and your business a little bit more, and I'm looking forward to this process and this podcast and really kind of learning more about uh, your strategies and, and what you think in terms of retirement planning. And I know I can pick up a few things along the way. I, I don't spend it 104, but I, I probably spend more than I should uh, a <laughs> lot of time. So I'm hoping to kind of pick up a few things along the way, Mike. So I'm looking forward to it. Great. Mike Oyenen is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. He is the focus of this podcast, a retirement reality podcast. Remember, you can connect with him online at principalpreservationservices.com. Also, you can call his office, 855-987-8888. We got a lot to come on this show, and we hope you stick with us and check out our first episode, which we'll be launching soon. For Mike Koyanen, I'm Ben George. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.